Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live, Mike. There are certain inevitabilities that we face as we endure the spread of the coronavirus. And that is that uh, we will very likely end up knowing someone and be friends with someone who will contract this virus. That makes it uh, all the more difficult uh, to endure, and it makes it all the more difficult to uh, adhere, continue and continue to adhere to the advice uh, that has been given us by the experts, and that is to uh, you know, continue washing our hands. Uh, but the very difficult advice to follow is maintaining the social distancing uh, when people you know, maybe even members of your family, uh, contract this uh, coronavirus. The hopes are that in the near future that uh, flatten the curve, hashtag flatten the curve, and that is going to come about only through uh, adhering to the good advice handed down by the World Health Organization, the CDC, the task force headed up by Vice President Pence, as well as the task force here at the state level headed up by Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. I mentioned the inevitability uh, that one of your friends may contract uh, the coronavirus. Well, that has happened to us here in Utah. Uh, One of our friends, Utah Representative Ben McAdams, has tested positive for the coronavirus, is currently isolating himself at home after returning from Washington, D.C. this past weekend, and he joins us on the line now. Congressman, sir, how are you? I'm, I'm doing all right, Lee. I'm, I'm still pretty sick, but uh, wanted to take the chance to get out and share some good messages with people, and most importantly, that this is real, this is serious. I've never been so sick in my life, and, uh, and we should be paying close attention to what the people you just listed, the CDC, the, the White House, the governor and lieutenant governor, we should be listening closely and following uh, following their advice to uh, to limit social interactions whenever possible. If you are able to work from home, please do that, and uh, and you know and just follow all the guidelines. Wash your hands. Uh, don't shake hands. Uh, limit limit you know your your proximity to six feet um, because this is real. And uh, I, I think I'm assuming I'll be fine. It's pretty bad right now, but. Um, I think from what I've read, I've probably gotten a couple more days of it, and then I should be coming out of it. But, um, you know, there are a lot of people who do have a compromised immune system, and they will not be okay. So we do not want to be part, none of us want to be, even if you're healthy, you don't want to be part of furthering the momentum and getting this out there. And then then maybe it's a loved one, a grandmother, uh, someone else with a compromised immune system, and nobody wants to be part of of, uh, moving this virus forward. Let me ask you this. What are you experiencing right now? What symptoms are you facing uh, most intensely right now? Yeah, so it started on Saturday afternoon, evening, um, where uh, I just felt a little bit sick. I had a, um ache and a little bit of a headache. And so I just I, I had been in D.C. all week and had worked some pretty long hours, so I thought I just needed to sleep it off. And so um, I... Uh, I isolated myself at home immediately uh, and just wanted to see how it went. And so I woke up on Sunday morning and I was still feeling um, pretty sick. So I contacted the doctor at that point and they asked me some questions and determined that my symptoms weren't uh, ag- aggressive enough that uh, warranted giving me a test. I had a fever of about 100 degrees. 
I was feeling achy and, and headache. Um, but they said, you know, so no test, but just continue to, to monitor your symptoms and think it's worse to let them know. So, um, you know, and it kind of comes and goes. So it's pretty mild on Saturday, Sunday. Even on Monday, I felt like I was maybe 90% over it. I was feeling pretty good on Monday, and they concluded it must have just been something else, not the coronavirus. But then uh, Monday night, I had a really bad night. Uh, my um, fever jumped to about 103 degrees. My uh, breathing became very labored. Uh, it felt like I had a belt around my chest. It was just tightened, and I couldn't take deep breaths, so I was breathing fast and shallow, and uh, and I always felt a little bit winded. So I called my doctor again on Tuesday morning, and, and he said that those symptoms uh, – you know, were more aggressive and that I needed to get tested. And so I did. I went uh, went up to the clinic right here. You know, Utah opened these drive-through clinics on Monday, so I went to the, the drive-up clinic and, and received a test and, um, and tested positive. And, you know, those, those symptoms uh, still persist. So I still have shortness of breath and, and some trouble breathing. Um, nothing like I said. I, I know there are people worse. I don't think – I don't see myself having to check into the hospital but uh, it is a really bad bug, and uh, people need yeah. to be really careful to not spread it. Uh, you don't want it. Even if you're going to survive it, you don't want it, and, uh, and certainly don't want to spread sure. it. You and I last crossed paths on the 6th of this month. Uh, of this month. You stopped by the studio to say hello while you were granting an interview to yeah. one of my colleagues uh, at Broadcast House. And, in fact, uh, I remember I went to shake your hand, and you very wisely uh, recoiled a bit, extended your elbow, and you and I bumped elbows. Uh, and so when I heard this news uh, that you had tested positive, my first question was uh, if you had any sense of when uh, and where you may have contracted this coronavirus. So what they told me, and, you know, I, was, I, I followed all of the, the recommendations and guidelines that said not shaking hands and washing hands and sanitizing, all of that, um, and, I, and still came down with it. So it, it can happen to anyone. Um, that's why it's so important to follow the guidelines and minimize your risk as much as possible. So what we know about the disease, uh, the sickness, the virus, is that um, you will develop symptoms anywhere from 2 to 14 days <laughs> after exposure. And so... I don't, you know, I, I had symptoms on, again on Saturday afternoon, so I don't know when I was exposed. It could have been any point uh, in the two weeks prior to that. Um, I do want to reassure people because in my line of work, I'm out meeting with a lot of people. And I uh, want to reassure sure. people what the doctors have told me is that I am not contagious. I was not contagious prior to Friday of last week, so you were finally, you're not going to get it from me, um, even though I may have contracted it in that time window, in that time frame. I was not contagious at all. So I, I became contagious on Friday uh, and then sh- started showing symptoms on Saturday. So we reached out to contact everyone who I had contact with um, on Friday and Saturday to uh, encourage them to self-quarantine and to, even though they may not have symptoms, but they don't want to be out there spreading it. I imagine that uh, your isolation at home uh, includes some exposure to your family. How, how, are, how are they doing in the midst of all this? You know, they are. Um, none of them are symptomatic. We are. Um, we have locked down, locked ourselves in the house, and aren't planning to leave for a couple of weeks. But um, my wife and our four kids are not symptomatic at this point. Uh, my doctor said that there's a, a very high likelihood that all of them will get it. Um, that's probably one thing I should have done better. Is um, I, 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 I isolated myself to my home, but um, we should have done a better job. I probably should have just been sleeping in the basement all week. Um, that I've been sick uh, in our family area upstairs and 
I, I worry about exposing our kids. Our kids are healthy and young and healthy, and so they'll probably be okay. But, um, you know, they they are not symptomatic now, but we are watching them closely to see if they determine symptoms and not letting them out of the house because uh, we don't – if they do develop the uh, COVID-19 and become contagious, we don't want to put them in a situation where they've uh, conveyed it to anyone else. Congressman, I wish you the very best. Uh, I wish the very best for your family uh, and your constituency and all those who are uh, enduring this. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, go rest up. Uh, it's admirable that you're granting all these interviews. I saw you on the Today Show uh, this morning. Uh, maybe, maybe you ought to put your feet up and get some rest today. <laughs> well, I'm laying in bed right now. Does that count? Uh, I just want to, you know, I, I think it's important. to. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, does that count? Uh, I, I want people to, to know how serious this is yeah. and to please listen to the recommendations and take every precaution. We, we have to slow the spread of this virus or we are going to be in a world of hurt, uh, literally, and we are going to see uh, thousands of people's lives at risk if we don't do everything we can to slow the spread of this illness. We will leave it at that. Congressman Ben McAdams uh, tested positive for the coronavirus, currently at home in Utah under quarantine, isolating himself uh, with his family right now. Wish him the very best. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll be joined by Senator Deidre Henderson. She has been a guest on this program a number of times, a good friend of mine dating back a number of years. Uh, an announcement has come forth, and she will be running for the position of lieutenant governor alongside gubernatorial candidate Spencer Cox. We'll speak with Senator Henderson next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.